Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Financial Buffet Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to discuss something interesting yet very informative. We're going to talk about how to conduct due diligence when taking up instruments in the financial market sector. That means taking up an investment, insurance, and also when you're looking to purchase property. Yes, we are always interesting. When we say this is our only, we are, we are always interesting. Thank you. So today, I know it should be a bit serious. We are talking about due diligence, given mm. the events that has been happening in the financial markets in Kenya. We thought it prudent to come and share the information from our point of view. But we yeah. welcome any feedback. We welcome any additions. Any, any additions that any of our listeners may have in regards to this episode, we yeah. are always welcome on that. Uh, we can start off with the definition of what due diligence is. Mm-hmm. So when you say you're doing, you're, you're taking due diligence uh, on a matter or someone, mm-hmm. it means you're investigating the potential investment or product. But when you say investigating, it's very deep as it should be. You yeah, know, you're always told do not invest in what you do not understand. Yeah, but sometimes you can go the extra step to understand it by just right asking the right questions mm. and getting the information from the different sources that we have around. So I yeah. right, I'd, I'd like to repeat that due diligence is investigation of a potential investment or product. Mm. Yes. So, Lynette, maybe you can take us through, uh, in terms of the insurance sector, what should oh, uh, yeah. our listeners be looking out for? Where should they look for this information? Who should they consult? Uh, mm. Take it away. So, for the insurance, if you're either taking up an insurance um, product, policy, I recently, yeah. Yeah, an insurance product, I recently asked a question on my consultancy page. What are the misconceptions people have? Or when it comes to insurance, mm-hmm. and people are saying that is, I was also on the same boat. <laughs> Let me not lie. I won't. I won't say I wasn't there. I used mm-hmm. to be those people who think insurance that is. Eh, I used con to think men. insurance. They are con men, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until recently, like a week ago, I I need what is it called? I underwent training with an insurance yeah. company, mm-hmm. and it was very eye opening. You know, it was yeah. very eye opening, and. It also this whatever I learned brought brought me back to the episode where we were talking about questions to ask your financial advisor, you know. Yes. And uh, I came to learn that people like you have to read what is in your policy document mm-hmm. when you actually buy an insurance product. You have to read what is in your policy document. Most people don't read. Mm-hmm. People are sold for an insurance and then they don't read what entails in the policy. And then that's now what you'll come back and see all oh, their thieves and all that. And you see, even when you're reading, when you finish reading the policy, you put your signature there. So Those pages are usually read and understood. <laughs> it means you have read and understood. Those pages are usually like 20, 10 pages. And you see, most people will just peruse, peruse because sometimes there you don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I usually tell people if you have a friend who's a lawyer, I personally sometimes I don't. I don't understand these things. I will say also me, I don't understand. But what I usually do, what I've actually come to do is to take up, like if I'm taking up something, a contract, 
And also a policy document is actually a contract between you and the insurance company. Mm-hmm. You just take it to your your friend who's a lawyer and tell them, hey, please tell me what is in this document in layman's language. Mm-hmm. Then from there, you'll be able to understand what it is. Yeah. Then, yes. And then what what to look out for? I've said now you have to go through your policy document. If you don't understand what is in your policy document, you can ask a lawyer friend of yours or any lawyer whom you know actually read and elaborate to you what is what is what contains the policy document mm-hmm. also go to the ira website and see is this if if this product which is being offered to you is licensed and registered i think that's the first step so don't be sold to things which are not licensed and registered don't for, put your for money our listeners who are new to the terminology ira <laughs> are the regulators to the insurance funds yes IRA stands for insurance regulatory authority mm-hmm. yeah IRA yes 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 also ask the um, insurance advisor what happens when you default your payment your premium payment you know what happens when you default your premium payment mm-hmm. so that now when you actually default don't now say that they're thieves you know because mm-hmm. they won't pay you back your money so you have to have to ask them what happens like if you default your payment mm-hmm. then know what is covered during the waiting period because they usually are waiting period i think of six months or one month mm-hmm. and some insurances will cover some things others won't cover so you have to know what is actually covered during the waiting period yes that that's a bit that mostly agitates me about insurance mm. uh, especially when it comes to medical insurance mm. sometimes uh, it's very it's it's very important for our listeners and ourselves also to ask what is covered what is not covered mm. what is covered in full what is covered in partial mm, payments yeah. yeah because sometimes you find you'll go to a hospital mm-hmm. and you're told ah this is not chronic or this is the terminologies are very out of this world so i think thank you so much for the consult somebody who is a professional in that in that field yeah. mm. And if you, for for some reason, you do not trust your financial advisor first, you should not be interacting with them if you do not trust them. Yeah, Find somebody who can sit down with you and take you through that policy Mm. page by page. Yeah. Yeah. Lynette now is our in-house insurance guru. Yes, yes. I took the the time to learn these things called insurance because even me, I was green. I didn't know anything. So I was like, yeah. I can actually spare some few weeks and actually go for training about insurance. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what I would like to take our listeners through uh, in regards to investments, more specifically in the financial markets, mm. uh, what to look out for, where to look for, who to consult. Mm. Uh, for example, if you're investing in the financial markets, the mm. first thing you want to do is make sure that uh, the, part- the partner that you're dealing with is regulated. Mm. It's a bank. If it's a bank, it's under the CBK. CBK. If it's a fund manager, it's under Capital Markets Authority. If it's a yeah. pension, it's under Retirement Benefits Authority. And yeah. all these parties, when you look into their website, you're able to see the firms that are listed and mm-hmm. the products and the services that they offer that are also mm-hmm. regulated. Yeah. Then the second thing is you'd like to it's very important for you to do some research on the management of the company that you're dealing with as well mm. as the legal background. Mm. 
yeah see, has this has this company been in any legal in any legal conflicts in, conflicts in the past and you saw what kind mm-hmm. and uh, you can also consult uh, either parties that work for these different companies mm. for example when it comes to insurance you're given an insurance policy when it comes to investments dependent on uh, the kind of investment product that you're investing in mm. there is a documentation that you're given mm-hmm. and understand what is the and risk you know, what is the return yeah. and people actually yeah, don't a relationship between the two yeah people rarely read those documents right because they're in such small font but don't yeah. not invest in what you do not understand take some time mm. true ask questions like what are the management fees we've mentioned all this in the previous a uh, video we did about questions to ask your financial advisor mm-hmm. if you've not listened to it please mm-hmm. take some time and listen to it mm-hmm. and uh, we welcome your feedback sure so i was saying in 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 short uh, when you t- you need doing due diligence to the company look mm-hmm. at the financial records uh, look yeah. at the past company performance uh, mm-hmm. look at the management of that company compare mm-hmm. how that company is performing to its competitors Mm. look at the legal background are they are they licensed are they regulated if so by whom yeah even true. Go extra step to go into the website of these regulators yeah yeah i think even to add you can do a simple in the world of social media you can always ask around who has invested in this company and what what is the feedback mm-hmm. and from there you'll get many responses from people Mm-hmm. and then from that you'll be able to make a judgment we are living in the in the internet world where you can get your questions of your answers to your questions over social media mm-hmm. so also that is an avenue you can actually tap into for your due diligence yeah yes uh, also mix that with the professional because some of the information mm-hmm. that uh, people may have may be misconstrued mm have a mixture of both information from parties who associated mm. with these companies and also professionals yeah true yeah so lastly i'll take you through what due diligence to do when buying a property property is like buying a building i think one of the major ones to do is go for go for a phys- physically go and check if the property is in existence mm mm-hmm. because i've had people have been sold for air like unasikia eh this po- <laughs> are buying things and then you go and you find there's nothing i have a friend who lives abroad and she was almost caught to do into such a thing you know mm-hmm. and i remember tell okay she has relatives in kenya and i remember telling her you know you should actually send your relatives to go and check before you actually deposit do the deposit on this this this, this building you know this property and she sent her sister and her sister went akapata hey, there's nothing going on here and i was like you see in, you see in kenya people people are always easy making money so they'll find avenues and they have this target market who they can easily target yeah. to actually to actually fall prey so i usually advise people go physically and check mm-hmm. and check if there's even construction starting you know Let me tell you Lynette sometimes mm-hmm. you may see that property mm-hmm. that is not the property you're buying the property mm-hmm. market in Kenya is so sensitive you can be 
I can take you. You said you bought a piece of land in Kantafu. Mm-hmm. You don't know whose land is whose. So I'll just take you, show you a piece of land. In your mind, mm. you know, I have already seen the land. It's in existence. But still, that's not the property that you actually bought. I think this is where things like a search comes in. Mm. You go to the Ministry of Land. Oh, yeah. You do a search. But now with a search, you also need something like a title deed. This is actually something we need to welcome a professional into our oh yeah true into true. our talks because property in Kenya is very very sensitive yeah and because true. of the nature of uh, the sensitivity people have found ways to take advantage of people who don't uh, either are impatient with the process mm. because from from I have a cousin who's a lawyer she tells me that there are so many steps that require money for you to make sure that this land or property that you're buying is authentic but most mm-hmm. of us do not want to go uh, full yard oh, so yeah. you, you, you bought air yes you bought air because you are avoiding the stamp duty oh yeah sure you know mm. yeah I think for this one we'll invite someone who's conversant in buying property in Kenya Yes, but you can you can take us through uh, what you are uh, what you had researched on, then we can find somebody who is a guru. If you're out there and you're a listener and you're in the properties market, please uh, talk to us at the Financial Buffet Podcast mm. or a partnership. Yeah, true. Yes. So that we can educate our listeners on how to go about buying property in yes. this Kenya of ours. Mm-hmm. I think that was just like the major thing to look out for me. Like going physically to check the property. But since you've introduced this whole aspect of looking at it from that dimension, I feel like it's more, we, we can actually focus on getting someone on board who can actually take us through the process of buying property and what to yes. look for. Yes. Yes. All I would say about buying property, mm-hmm. be as slow as you can. Mm. Be as slow as you can. Okay, mm. you're buying property and in it's 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 going way too fast. Sit down and ask yourself a few questions. Unless you're dealing with the owner of the land. Yeah, directly. When it comes to third parties, that is where all your antennas should be up. Mm. Yeah. I'd just like to uh thank all our listeners to for all the support you've shown us so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to a podcast we did about questions to ask your financial advisor. It ties back to due diligence. Mm-hmm. If there are questions that we have missed out. Uh, we welcome your feedback. Follow mm-hmm. us at the Financial Buffet podcast on Instagram. Email us at the Financial Buffet. And uh, we are excited for this new month. Keep yes. warm, drink tea, and uh, do some exercises. <laughs> exercises in this cold? Yes warm up your body (laughs) okay we've come to the end of today's episode thank you so much for listening in don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast directory we're also excited to hear from you so send us your comments and questions or even topics you want us to tackle to the financial buffet podcast at gmail.com or you may reach us on our IG and Facebook pages. Our handle is the Financial Buffet Podcast KE. Until next time, keep learning and learning and relearning 
on matters, finance and investments. Thank you.